Welcome to the UK Educators Community Podcast hosted by Sid, an outstanding woman in STEM award winner, serial entrepreneur and educational consultant. Now, my vision is to make maximum impact in the world through education, but I know I can't do this alone. So this is where you guys come in. Why don't you join me on this journey as we as educators and entrepreneurs create impact one child at a time? Join my Facebook group at UK Educators or find some great resources on my website at ukeducators.com. I've got the amazing Claire Clark with me today and we're going to be looking at branded book printing. So Claire I met a short while ago um, and she was recommended to me because she does the amazing thing of bringing books to life from journals and planners to, to everything that's printed in a book basically. So we're going to be talking about how we can utilize her services in our field especially because we're all about books guys right? Education and books and reading and workbooks and worksheets and planners and diaries. Uh, So there's lots and lots of different areas that we can look at. So welcome Claire. Do you want to do a little intro and tell us a bit about you? Hello, hello. Thanks for having me. Lovely to be here. Yeah so I am Claire Clark and I help business owners get predominantly their planners workbooks well any kind of book really help them get it in print but I do specialize in any kind of books that you write inside so that's your planners your journals your workbooks your diaries and I help people get them in print through a quite a unique way well it means there's no batch buying it means there's no upfront costs and there's no running costs it's a really really cool uh, system called print to order and I really believe that books can also be part of what you are doing so if it's a business for example it actually does bring people into your business it grows your business they can do a lot more than just be that thing printed so yeah so that's what I do and I help people do that and how did you get into it because you've got a, a bit of a story behind this yeah well I got into it because I was solving my own problem so a few years ago now I was running a course myself and um, I was creating worksheets for the people on the course and I've got this little pet hate about printer ink I don't like printing <laughs> I always feel like I'm being ripped off like I hate having to buy it it always seems really expensive it arrives and it always feels really really light like there's nothing in it and it always seems to run out quick so personally I hate having to print things off so there I was running this course sending my course participants all these worksheets to print off and I'm thinking if that was me I wouldn't want to be doing that because my pet hair printer ink so I decided to have a look and see if I could get them printed see if I could put all these worksheets in the book and get them printed and I kind of like I don't know how this is going to work because I didn't have hundreds and hundreds of people on my course and I didn't want to buy hundreds and hundreds of books and I did some research and that's where I came across this method that I now use for other people so I started making my own so I started putting all my course worksheets and workbooks into these books which meant that I only had to buy what I needed when I needed and I could even send course participants a link and they could buy their own didn't have to hold any stock and it was genius and then a a little while later things went on and things changed and my business was changing and I was like do you know what I think there's something in this I think I should offer this for other people so I did a little bit of a road test and I was in a a group at the time um, on a business course and I said to one of these ladies oh I'm, I'm gonna make this book and she's like so could you make me a planner for dog trainers I'm like yeah I could and then another lady was like so could you make me a planner for for careers I'm like yes I could it grew from there so I road tested it you know did a few the business grew really really fast there's now a team of us so I've got designers on board I've got um, illustrators of there's only genius to make the books just look amazing and yeah and that's what we do now so is it just the concept that people give you or do they give a bit more than that how does it actually work so if someone in the group wanted to have 
And I think from an education perspective, they might want an academic planner or some sort of journal or even like people that are preparing kids for the 11 plus, there might be certain things that they want them to cover during the month. So they could essentially have that in the planner. So how much content and what do they have to give you to be able to get this book printed? Most people already have the concept in their head. Like they'll know they kind of want certain things on certain pages. And obviously like in the setting that you're talking about, they're going to know that they want this to happen in this order, that kind of thing. But people can literally give me handwritten out drawn boxes and lines of like, I think I want it laid out like this. I actually saw some sheets you did the other day, actually said that you shared on one of your Facebook posts. I was thinking that's the kind of thing that people send me that I then turn into a planner or turn into a printed book for them. I do get people that come to me like it's all in my head. And so I work with them to help them get it out. They tend to give me rough ideas, rough sheets. Then we do everything. We format it. We make it look amazing. If there's illustrations that need to be illustrated, we get those drawn up. And we work from a mood board. So we ask our clients to create a mood board, typically on Pinterest, of things they like the look and feel of. Um, And we have a chat about how they want it to look and feel. And with all that, we've all got this food for thought. Yeah, we're usually really close when we do our first sample pages. And then we tweak it from there. And then we create the whole thing. Sounds amazing. I was just thinking of all the uh, things that I've said I'd love to get printed. Because all my notes are handwritten notes. That's probably what you've seen on Uh, my Facebook and people have said can you get those like into PDF format can you sell them can we purchase them and I'm like well I don't have a complete set but if I did have a complete set could you literally take those handwritten notes digitize them and create a book from them yeah people send me photographs of doodles that they've done and gone this is what I need on the page and we take it and we make it look amazing yeah absolutely because I think part of the issue also is finding really good graphic designers and illustrators and trying to share that vision with other people because it's in your head yeah and that's the thing sometimes we get people that's yeah I get people that say I know what I want I just can't get out of my head and we'll have conversations and there'll be certain things now and obviously this comes from my experience of working with clients I know that if I ask certain things that it'll help get the ideas out from them and direct them to what to look at to find ideas of what they like for example so it's kind of all individual to each person but when they create the mood board they might say if they're doing a I don't know a careers planner they don't necessarily go and look at other career planner stuff like if I know that they're really into mystical stuff or you know symbolic stuff then I'll say go and look at this forget about the fact that you're wanting it as a career planner but if this is a look and feel go and have a look at that and they'll go oh I found some stuff and I know I can see now how I want it to look then we take their core information that they want with that um, look and the feel that they want and bring them together it's good fun that sounds really exciting and a very a very creative business as well to be in so in terms of from a business perspective how important do you think branding is because branding from a business perspective is like the identity of the business right it's like similar to how how we kind of dress up and how we kind of portray ourselves to the world so it's the identity of the business so how do books help with that branding aspect and the positioning of the business to everyone else that's watching? Well, brands are really important, aren't they? Because everyone who sees it gets a look and a feel and an idea of who you are, what you are, what you stand for, what level you're at, what price point you're at. Um, You know, they give so much information. 
all the different colors can have different meanings. You know, something could be more opulent with one color and then come in more like no frills. If you just change the whole thing, same, but a different color would look a totally different aspect. So it's really important, a brand that look and feels like you um, and who you are and what you're trying to portray. And when it comes to how we work with more brand awareness with books, it's partly to do with having these regular items that wouldn't normally be branded, like planners and journals, wouldn't normally be branded in a business in quite the way that we do. Normally you just buy a planner because it looks nice or you buy a planner because it's cute or whatever or practical things. But what we do is we merge two kind of concepts together, which is lead generation, opt-ins, lead magnets, those kind of things with the book so that when people see the book, they're going to come back to you and they're going to come back to buy other things from you or they're going to come back and buy more books from you. So when we do the books, we predominantly use a print to order system on Amazon. So that means that we do have a private print option as well. So if people don't want their books available publicly, we can have that option as well. But typically people do want their books available worldwide because that is reaching an audience that they otherwise wouldn't necessarily get in front of Um, and that's another way to push your brand out there so that people can come see it buy your stuff not only will you get the income from that book they bought but you bring them into your world and take them wherever it is that you want to take them whatever your business plan is so do you see branded books as like the top end of the funnel or do you think it's further down when people are already aware of the brand what works really well is because it's a low priced item what it does do is it can work a little bit like a tripwire effect which is where when someone's not sure about you yet they're happier to part with a smaller amount of money. And what happens when someone parts with a smaller amount of money and then you give them what you said you would do for that amount of money, it builds an element of trust. And what it means is then they're, they're happier to then come back and part with a large amount of money from you because they've already had that confidence in you. So it can work really well like that, but it can also work on the flip side that you can have you know clients that are already at the other end of your funnel and they can buy it as well. And obviously that does other things. It can create a real sense of connection because you and your brand is on it and you're with them if it's a planner you're on their desk you're with them the whole time if the person using the planner or workbook is going through a process often and you'll know this yourself and and you educators will know this that if you've got a worksheet or a planner or something to guide them through the process they are going through they tend to go through that process better because they've got something to do it on they've got something referred to and psychologically they feel more connected to it and they feel more supported even if it is just a piece of paper or a planner there's so many multi-benefits from the books that can really sit in different places I'm just thinking from a planner perspective or from a like a diary perspective you're looking at 365 days that's like an, an overwhelming amount of work for someone that's already busy <laughs> and, and you've already talked about how you take the concepts and you kind of develop the planner but do you develop everything from start to finish in terms of all the pages and the person just has to come up with the concept yeah absolutely everything so there's certain points and certain things that we will bring to the table and guide them through so mm. there's certain things in a book that I suggest you have that people might not have thought of like maybe an about you section I'll ask you if you think you might need a how to use this book section or how to use this planner section to you it'll seem obvious but if we're going to put this out there to potentially a brand new cold lead they're going to open that book and they might need some guidance on actually how to work through that you know if we're looking at something that's not a typical you just write in what you doing it's not just a diary it's got some other bits to interact with so there's things like that that I will bring to the table and then it's a case of if we are having an about you section you submit the text to me if you are having you know um, extra bits with maybe prompts or quotes or things in you would just submit those to us and we put them into the planner and when you say and we think about oh it's 365 pages oh that's ever such a lot of work and such and such such. but actually it's kind of not really because there's only seven days of the week there's only 12 months and it's all kind of repeated isn't it so a lot of it is 
repetition throughout. And typically, if you think about the amount of unique pages that we have to create to make a dated planner for 12 months is typically somewhere between 10 and 20 pages. Then a lot of them are duplicated throughout to make up the book. But you could essentially have each page unique from a perspective of different quotes and different prompts and different Absolutely. things in yeah. there. I guess once you've got the layout, it's just a case of then putting that content in. Tweaking that in, yeah, yeah. And of course, and if it's a workbook, then it might be that actually every single page is different. If it's a workbook guiding someone through a process or a course, it could be that every single different page is different. Yeah. And I think from a tutor's perspective, we produce a lot of worksheets and then we're expecting kids to print them off or expecting them to have them to hand and then there's an issue when they don't have a printer or the printer doesn't work or they can't print it off so I guess it requires a bit of planning in advance and having all of that content ready so for seasoned tutors who've already got all of that content ready they could essentially have it put into a book where three months of content is in that book. So if a student is studying, say, electricity, they've got all the worksheets together that they're ever going to look at. Like, what's the minimum page number of a book? that you would be able to produce. I love the system. It's called print to order system. It means that we load the book as a digital book onto a digital bookshelf and it's not printed until somebody comes along and buys it. That can be you or it could be, if you've got it publicly, it could be your audience, your student, whoever. And you can buy as many as you want. You can literally buy one, you can buy five, you can buy one and come back another day, buy another another three or four. So there is some restrictions on what you can do because it is a print to order system. The minimum amount of pages that you need to have is 24. And if we use the private print option, you can have coil or you can have... Um, like a typical bound spine which is called an industry perfect spine um, but yeah 24 24 is your least you can have so actually people could go all crazy with this then there's so many options so you, you could have a5 size right yep you can have anywhere between a5 and a4 there's around 16 different sizes actually oh, wow. yeah and, and i've had people come to me before and say and they've said look i, I want to do this this little book or this little journal but it's only 19 pages and i've said well you know the minimum is 24 and they've gone oh i don't know if i can do that but then to when i speak to them and say well have you got a contents page they go, oh no i've not got a contents page so then they add that page on and then i say have you got a page in the back with all your information on or referral links or um places you want to signpost people to oh no i'll add that after we've had that conversation they've realized actually there's another like five or six pages that they can add that makes the book a bit more rounded a bit more finished off and then they're at that 24 so is it 24 actual pages or like is a page two sides pages are numbered oh so it's only 12 papers yeah oh Oh. that's that's hardly anything right yeah 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 okay so that's exciting we could start off with something small and then kind of build it up from there yeah worksheet on one side and then on the back you can't actually have it totally blank but you can just have like a website or a little icon or something there but yeah you could have 12 worksheets from a tutoring perspective that's like if a worksheet is once a week uh, that's three months worth of content into a book if they're just going to stick with 12 worksheets and they could have answers at the back or a contents page or whatever it is and, and that would be your little printed book that you could get people to order rather than print it off yeah I mean they could even depending on what it is and how their learning and their teaching is working they could have worksheets in the book and then they could have some line pages in the back of the book so that they've extra workspace or write the answers in there, you know, whatever. It could all be com- combined within one, yeah. I used to do a lot of learning journals uh, before COVID and print them and, oh, it would take hours and hours printing, make sure the printer's printing it properly, then arranging the pages and binding them, then adding the covers on. And just the idea of I could just send them a link and they could just, I'd yeah. have to be a bit more organised and get it done a bit further in advance than 24 yeah, you, hours. You can't <laughs> wing it the day before. You do need to like, be a bit more prepared. That's the only downside. It'd be cool to know, actually, I don't know, Sid, if you could work this out. How much do you think it might have cost you per 
workbook in resources because these books a hundred page book you're looking at around print cost of under two pounds I think that's really really good value you're not having to post mm. them out you're not having to print them you're not having to keep them at home or at work or whatever it is that you you know you would and that's definitely cheaper than any house printer I had a special like school-based printer so mm. it was cheap per print but then I can't have a nice cover if I want a cover I'd have to go and buy those frosted covers and then I'd have to coil it by hand and, and things like that and each little bit costs like the papers I was never happy with like 80 gram um, papers because yeah. they're very thin so I'd pay a bit more for a slightly thicker page and then I'd get like frosted covers and then I'd get like really nice coils and all of that costs <laughs> it all adds up yeah um, and that's not that's not taking into account your time standing there doing it either so if you were to take what, what the value is on on your time what other things could you be doing in that time instead that's how I look at it Mm. There's a lot of businesses that are kind of agencies or more established. And I was thinking about this from my online school perspective, having an academic planner. Mm. And we could take this one of two ways. It could be completely branded. So it's only for your own students. Or it could be a generic planner because everyone gets those like school kids, uh, teachers, uh, parents sometimes get them as well to keep track of things. Uni students, like loads of people get those academic planners. And if it's a more generic, nice looking one, because I was always on the lookout for nice planners and journals. Who doesn't love stationery? Who doesn't love stationery? I I talk about this a lot, actually, um, when people are creating their books, is that not just to think about the people that are in front of them, but also the people that are at the side of them. So what I mean by that is that, so yeah, you could make one that is for your students, but you could also think, actually, do you know what I really need? I need a planner that is really good for teachers. And then you would then promote and sell that to other teachers, not necessarily other students. And you've got things in that planner that's specific to helping teachers and what they need so that's your sideways that's your other people like you rather than people who you are serving if you like but you oh, we can do both of course and would it just be like a, a difference of tweaking the brand then so I guess the one if you're serving directly to your own students your logo would be more prominent and then the ones where it's more open you'd have like a, another title that draws people in rather than your your company yeah name. that would be part of it yeah but also things that you would put in there so key dates for example would be different for students and different for other teachers so there might be certain things that happen throughout the year that are key for teachers to either things that when announcements get made or obviously conferences but nobody's going to conferences at the minute are they but those kind of things you would put in your your teacher to teacher planners and obviously your students don't need to know when exam forms need to be submitted I'm making stuff up because I don't teach but there must be dates and things that only teachers need to know like like I've got to have stuff done by here if I'm doing this um, and the students don't need to know that the students will have a different set of dates of when their exams are when their stuff is and I guess the beauty of print to order is if things change because of covid you can go into the file and you can actually um, just change the file it's a digital file that's up there let's say you were doing a set of worksheets for um, a course and for whatever reason you decide to change one of the worksheets it's not working you found a better way you can open up that digital file you can change that page and just put it back up on that digital bookshelf and then anyone that buys it going forwards will have the new edition you've not got 100 books sat there on the side with pages that are relevant in the book and you're wondering what you're going to do with it and how many fires you're going to start with it or whatever I don't know (laughs) we've all done that I remember the days where I used to get like 5,000 flyers and it always seemed like a good idea when you look at the price difference between like 2,500 and 5,000. You're like, it's only five quid. And then you've got like these boxes and you have no idea what to do with them. Yeah. 
and I end up using them to like pick up spiders like you know like the thing that you use to put your cup on, on and then you've got like a sliding sheet yeah. underneath and that's always my flyers I'm using to <laughs> to get rid of insects yeah. but yeah they're sitting there because soon they go out of date or yeah. you've changed something yeah. and you thought you were never going to change but then you change something and you're like oh there's always something you never realize or all of a sudden you realize that maybe you do need to change your logo you do need to change your business name or you do want to change your brand messaging slightly because you're no longer going to teach seven to nine year olds you're going to teach 12 to 16 year olds so you need to change things up or whatever is that might be a bad example you can tell I'm not a teacher but you know you might want to change things from an environmental point of view as well you are only buying or making what is going to be used and you're not going to have the waste from the bulk buying yeah I like the fact that when we were talking before uh, you were saying that I can order as many copies as I like for myself and you, you talked about how there's some stuff that you've produced which is just meant to be for you so you could essentially make a diary just for yourself absolutely yeah so we, you can have things out there in the big wide world on amazon or we can leverage a private print option which basically means it's the same process you make it as digital format you put it on the digital bookshelf and then you get a link you get a link access where you can buy the books if you wanted to share that link with other people on your course whatever you can do but yeah literally is a private print option and what about like cover options like can you do like foiled covers where you've got like gold lettering or is that just like at the moment just a color cover that would be amazing. It, um, I do keep looking for a print order option that does all those kind of stuff, but at the minute they don't um, because it's so custom. And so but when they do um, embossing or debossing, I don't know if you know, but they make a brass stamp in the shape of whatever your thing is to stamp it, to deboss it or, or emboss it. If potentially there's a chance they're only going to print one book for you and make a couple of quid, they're not going to print a big brass stamp for you. So yeah, so at the moment it's um, just typical covers. You can have gloss or matte. You do get a finished choice. They're, you know, they're properly printed. They're properly made up. They, they are real, real books, if you like. It's really exciting. I, I remember when I got my first stickers printed, like with my own designs on. I was so excited because I used to be such a big sticker fan as a kid. Oh, you? you have your own stickers printed. I'm like, oh, my. another level of excitement when it comes to stationery, right? <laughs> It does. It feels so amazing when your book turns up for the first time and you feel it. And I order every client's book as well. So I do this as a one-to-one for clients and I also run a course. And then the people that come on the course as well, I order their books as well. And I get just excited as they do when they arrive because like, you've made it, you've created it and I've helped you along the way. I've helped you birth this book. So yeah, it's super, super good fun. So in terms of the types of books, we talked about planners and journals and academic kind of diaries could people do biographies and kind of how-to books I'm thinking about exams techniques study skills could they literally do anything absolutely yeah I mean it's printed words and pictures that's bound inside a book so we can do we can do any kind of book if people wanted to speak to me about other kinds of books then we absolutely do that um I don't put that out there in my branding and my messaging because I have niche down because that's good to niche but I do do that I was just saying to you before we start the podcast I was just uh, showing said a book that I'd done for another lady that was more along the biography lines but yeah yeah we can get that out there same process as well it's open the digital bookshelf um you can buy one but obviously that kind of thing you're going to want to get it out there and sell lots I suppose mm. but yeah. so if people want to reach out to you how would they do that and what because I know you've got courses and you've got like one-to-one options and all sorts of stuff and I know people are busy so they're more likely to kind of want to find someone that can kind of do things for them <laughs> and, yeah. but some people might want to learn as well 
well. So what are the different yeah. options that you've got? So the done for you is kind of what we're talking about at the beginning. You come to me with your ideas, we scoop everything up, we take it all away and then we produce it for you and then it's out there in the world. And then some people are like, do you know what? I want to learn. So some people who maybe they think, actually, I've got quite a lot of books I want to produce. I want to have it as a resource, as an asset to my business to be able to make my own books. Then we do run a course. The course actually starts in March this time. All of that can be found on my website. My website is called iamclareclark.co.uk and that's my Facebook page is the same you can if you want to go onto my page and book a call we can have a chat you can do that if you want to go and have a little nose on my Facebook page go ahead Um, and you're welcome to jump into my inbox as well if you want to have a chat I'm the second person where it's like I've got so many ideas I've always wanted to have a book in print that's the one thing I haven't ticked off the list like I've got key rings I've got stickers I've got pencils I've got work booklets that I've printed in-house but like just to have something with like a, a barcode on Amazon would be amazing right yeah. uh, so that's like one of the things that I'm working towards we had a chat about all the different things that I want to get printed yeah <laughs> so yeah I'm looking forward to doing something in the future but my problem is I just have so many ideas I don't completely finish either of them so I think I need to sit down and finish one thing in completion so I've got content and it might be better for you to actually even if you do want more than one book if you need that focus and that kind of taking away from you is to have the done for you option so you don't you know you can carry on doing the rest of the stuff you need people do come back and have several books I've got a lady who we did two books together and now she's going to do the course in March to do some more books herself so people do all sorts people do all sorts it's about timing isn't it what's right for you and your business if you're busy if you've got a lot on sometimes you want to outsource sometimes you want to learn yep definitely and I think there's so much you can do just talking to you I've got so many more ideas Just talking to you just there, especially when kids are coming down to exams, like we talk about kids not having revision skills and study skills and all of that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, and, and I guess this applies to, to any educator to have something that's niche for your market, uh, your specific subject even, that yeah. kind of helps and guides kids through that process of studying. Yeah. And they have like a planner which goes, right, you need to create a, a revision timetable now. Now you need to do this and, and yeah. lay out your... Oh, I'd love to do that. Oh my God, there's so many ideas I could, oh. (laughs) (laughs) I love creating stuff that I would love to receive um, from courses and things that I attend. And I think that's the approach that I take. And I've just recently done a learning workshop just last week for the UK educators community. And I spent hours and hours and hours creating the workbooklet. Um, I had a few people comment and say, oh, it it looks amazing. And I was like, yeah, because I'd love to receive something like that. So I'm I'm trying to replicate what I would love to receive. That's what books do. They bring alive your your kind of passion of how what you want to feel when you open a book. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And when they're created with that love and that kind of passion, it, it really shows. Because I've seen some of uh, the covers and you showed me last time some of the books that you've worked on and they look yeah. pretty amazing. They do. And I think some people are really surprised at when it arrives. They expect it to look good, but they're like, I didn't. It's, it's, it's a real book. I'm like, yeah, yeah, it is. <laughs> on it's paper. Like an actual real book, with the greatest respect, Sid, it's not going to arrive like one of those things out of the the thing they've made at school with the <laughs> with yeah. the coil press. You know, it is. It's a real, an actual, real, real book. One of my like pain points of printing something at my office is that like the color doesn't go to the edge. There's always a white little border, oh, and no. I'm like, oh, that just ruins it. Like that's just like for me, the little things like make a big difference. Yeah. And just like having that white border around, oh, yeah. and then it's not the same all the way around, which is another pain point. <laughs> like like on the left, it's slightly thicker than on the right, and I'm like, oh, 
And then you're like, do I do I trim that? Do I do I trim that? And then you just enter a whole world of pain if you start doing start trimming stuff off. You, got, you can't trim because oh, then because oh, no. if you're printing on both sides, <laughs> like the left on both sides is different sizes, and it just <laughs> yeah. It's, My left, your left, yeah. It's a nightmare. So, yeah, I think there's something very different in getting something that's professionally done. Yeah. Um, do you also do hardcovers? Yep. So with the private print option, you can have coil, hardback. There is some slight different paper options with the pri- private print. You can have a more magazine feel if you wanted something that felt more like a magazine as you worked through it. That's not so good for writing inside because of the coating that's on it. But if you wanted a glossy magazine feel, that's an option as well. But yeah, coil, hardback, magazine, normal book. Stop giving me ideas. I want to get a magazine out now. Uh, Can you also do newspaper options? Just do a black and white magazine. That's a newspaper, isn't it? But the paper and newspaper is different. It's like, it's really like cheap quality, isn't it? It's very different. Yeah, there's loads of ideas there. So with hardbacks, how do they do, like, can you have coloured hardbacks? How does hardback work? Do they have like a cover on on the hardback? Um, You can have a dust cover on it if you want to. Yeah, you can have a dust cover on it and it's hardback and they look like a real book with the hardback. And you can print on there as well. Oh yeah, yeah. We can like fully design the whole thing. That is so cool. I could get loads of notebooks. You could literally do notebooks as well, right? Oh yeah, this is a notebook, I think. Yeah, this is just a line notebook with someone's brand on it. Yeah. But the amazing thing is that notebook could have a little thing in the corner that links back to you or a quote that you've said or a little reminder. So if a kid's making notes in there, you're constantly at the forefront of their mind. And I think that is so special to be able to give that to your students. And just creating something generic with your name on, the name of the teacher or the logo of the company, and then just something small inside internally that reminds the the kids that are using it. It could just be an inspiring quote, couldn't it? It could just be something. So many ideas there. So many ideas. And I'm sure people are going to be reaching out to you to find out a bit more. And I think you've given up your details already. So you've talked about there being two options. So one is kind of learning yourself to how to do it, but on a, on a course. Tell us a bit more about that course. Is it interactive? Is it live training? And how long does it last? How does it work? So there is um, six modules over eight weeks. So we have some implementation weeks and some Q&A weeks chucked in there. And we'll go through every aspect of how to make the book, help you decide what you're going to put inside there, how to map out your pages, um, how to navigate all the publishing uh, the publishing platform and get it all up there, get it all live. Um, I also, in that course, we also look at what to put in the listing to help it be visible on Amazon so it's like SEO for the listing to have it be visible on there and that's kind of it's it's the same as what the done for you is except the done for you I'm doing it for you whereas the course I'm going to teach you how to do it so that you can then go and do that so after the eight weeks there's another four weeks where we keep the group open and and I'm in there to help you people work at different rates some people will produce several books during that time some people will just produce one some people are still working their idea and it's a live training over zoom each module is delivered live there's always a Q&A at the end and if we need anything else extra then then we'll put it in if someone's like I want to talk to somebody about my page we'll you know we'll we'll do a session and we'll go through that it's lots of fun because everybody loves stationery when they're in there and we all love it and we're all going to make stationery and what I encourage people to do is as soon as they've learned how to publish a book is I encourage them to publish a very generic literally grab a picture of a cute whatever dog stick it on the front and make a line notebook so that they can actually press go on publishing so that they can feel how that works before they put their creation through that system and that's really exciting because we all do that together and we all make our little fun book and then it all starts to arrive and we all get really excited and then it helps people really see what the thing is going to look like and how it's going to create um 
So yeah, we all cheer each other on and share each other's links. And I think that's part of the beauty of being part of a course and because it's a network and you get to find out about other people's businesses and you kind of grow with that network. And that's the bit that really excites me, having that close knit network, you get to other people are in the same boat and they're producing something as amazing and, and you see everyone's progress in that. And it's all about collaboration. And, and then there's probably businesses that cross over there that start working with each other, become friends and all the rest. Such a wide range of people that come on the course because the reason to make a book isn't tied to what kind of business or company or whatever. Anybody could make a book for lots of different reasons. And we've had some literally wildly different. We've had photographers, we've had gardeners, we've had therapists come in and make different books. We've had educators, we've had uh, careers advisors, puppy dog trainers. I'm trying to think now, what else have we had? Uh, VAs, web designers. We don't get many designers actually, and most people aren't actually designers that come on it. But it's yeah. interesting that you said photography, and I'm like, oh, you could put like, photos. But once you know how to do it, you could literally create a photo like album for your own family, and then all your family around the world can order it, right? Yeah. yeah. And the lady that came that was the photography uh, business, she actually joined when I did the course the first time around. It's when lockdown first came down, and obviously, being a photographer, she wasn't allowed to photograph anyone or go anywhere or do anything because she was a, a portrait photographer and she decided to join the course to make a range of notebooks using her photos as the covers so she was using her artwork of um, her nature the nature pictures that she'd started taking because she had to diversify and she started um yeah and she made some beautiful really really lovely notebooks where you just her work that's really amazing one more question when you put it on amazon or even in like the private publishing mm-hmm. vault how accessible is it for people that are worldwide because i think now that we're all online especially educators have got more worldwide reach yeah so how accessible is it for someone on the other side of the world to order it well if they put it on amazon what happens is anywhere that amazon sells people can buy the book and what happens is it goes on the book as a digital format and let's say you know we're based in the uk we put our book on on amazon uk and we send that link to our friends and if they're in the uk Amazon prints it at the closest printers to where that person buys it from. So if you have a friend in Spain and they decide to buy it, it gets printed in in one of their printers in Spain and gets sent to them there. So here in the UK, our books will come from UK or Poland. And then out in Australia and America, they'll come from a different printers. Your books don't come from where you live, if that makes sense. That's amazing. It is, it is. Oh, it's a genius, genius setup. And my goal is to one day is to go and see one of these uh, one of these printers. It would be super cool. And it's clever. It makes sense. It's like, right, where's the nearest printers? Let's send it from there. Because people can buy it with their prime, with their prime delivery. Yeah. So with the private vault, um, again, depending on where you are, it's a worldwide company. So they have printers in different countries. So they would print from from wherever you are and even within that you can make the link public on their platform if you want to or you can keep it totally private and just share the link and as far as selling your books you know if somebody did work with me either in the course or one-to-one there's a, there's a part of it where I talk to them how they can be visible with their link suggestions of where to put their link how to share their link in alignment with their business and what they're doing obviously but yeah to get it all out there and drive some traffic to it so in terms of costing then is, is the cost different depending on where it's printed no nope. so it's one flat cost wherever it's printed in the world yeah and then can you fluctuate the prices depending on where you're selling it in the world uh yes you can actually yes you when you go to load the book into the publishing platform you can just put one price and you can like automatically convert it for you into the different countries or you can go in some people like to go in and change the number so it all ends on a seven like they just want it neat they're going and change it because it's neat and then some people go in and they change it because they want to charge 
a relatively different amount in different countries to make it relative to whatever. And then next to that column, it will show you what the royalties are you'll get if you change that price. You can change the price as much as you like. So, yeah. Uh, I'm so excited to um, to look. I'm looking forward to your course. <laughs> I'm so excited by uh, what you're creating there. And I'm hoping lots of people will join me as well. So when does it start? March? March the 1st? So it starts, yeah, the first week of March. And then the, this, I'm trying to find my diary now. The sessions are on a Thursday. So it'll open on the Monday and we'll get everybody in, make sure everybody's in. Get everyone say hello to each other like you know on a little thread on a post make sure everybody can see everything where everything is and then the first session is on the thursday yeah yeah and so, is it march every year depending on when people are listening to the podcast my plan at the moment is to launch it twice a year well this year is to launch it twice a year so this year it'll be march and september and then next year probably around the same time i might actually bring it a little bit earlier next year but yeah probably won't do it more than twice a year because it's putting it in around everything else and it's that whole launching thing isn't it and getting all that and the building <laughs> takes time right yeah it does it does it does i really enjoy the course though i really really enjoy doing it it's so much fun just like being with people who are excited about making stuff it's good but it takes a lot of energy especially if you're doing a lot of one-to-one stuff and and that's so demanding and intense as well yeah. And I don't think I'd ever want to do the course as recorded. I'd always want to do it live because it's really nice to, if someone is, you know, they want to ask a question and then you explain it. Different people might be like, well, I don't know what you mean. And you explain it differently, then they get it. And you can't do that on a pre-recording. You can't, you know, really help people. And part of the course is where we look at what each person does and I help them individually, depending on what their circumstances are, what their business is. And I couldn't do that on pre-recorded. So yeah, a business mentor did say, you know, why don't you just do recordings and sell it as it is? I'm like, it wouldn't do what I wanted to do the same. If people miss the the lives, do you record that so they can go yeah. back and... Yeah, they're all recorded. And then there's they're all in a member's area on a website and they get lifetime access. So if they're like, you know, have a few weeks off and they think, oh, I want to go make another book and I can't remember what I did on, they can go back and they can watch it. Yeah. And there's lots of extra little downloadables and cheat sheets and templates and stuff. And they're all in there for lifetime access as long as member vault is up there then um, my course is up there for people to say yeah brilliant sounds great um so i'm hoping i'm going to hear about lots of books popping up on amazon from our community <laughs> um, there's so much there's so many different areas they could go down they could do biographies they could do course books they could do worksheets they could do workbooks journals academic yeah anything it's printed inside of, of pages if you can print something inside a page we can we can publish it do you also help find illustrators and things like that or have access to your illustrators if people are doing the the course? Yeah, we've got um, we've got two illustrators that are part of my team, if you like, and graphic designers. And if we needed somebody else that wasn't quite right, then we can have a look and we can see if we can find somebody. But we've got a lady called Julia. She's amazing. She's just fantastic. She's got over 25 years experience in illustration and graphic design. So I'm just doing a planner at the moment. I was like, I want a nice feather. So I'll... I'll send her an email and say Julia can we have a feather please and every time she'll she'll just do something I'll just be like it's just amazing she's just an amazing illustrator yeah she's fantastic brilliant I think uh yeah you've got me really excited and pumped up for this <laughs> we've um with our done for you clients now we do a lot of it on Trello so we hardly have any emails between ourselves and our clients now um for that reason because you're just trying to find stuff and you get yeah. stuff gets mixed uh, missed so we stick everything on a Trello board and we communicate through a Trello board and it's it's super cool sounds amazing so thank you so much Claire for yeah. kind of joining us and talking about the world of print on demand books which I think is going to be big in the education sector. So I'm looking forward to having my own stuff printed, first of all. 
yeah and if anybody comes over from this podcast or from your group do let me know that you are that Sid has sent you over you've come because you've been you've seen it through Sid yeah tell me guys I want to know I want to know yeah. I'm going to be the first person that buys your books <laughs> <laughs> yeah brilliant thank you so much for taking the time out and talking to us Claire um and uh yeah we'll speak soon hopefully you're welcome thank you very much hope you guys enjoyed listening to our conversation and took lots of value from it for your business now if you did please remember to do me a huge favor and rate and review on your podcast app and if you don't want to miss another episode please remember to subscribe now if you missed anything or you want to find out what's coming up next remember to go to ukeducators.com forward slash podcast where there's lots of information about the guests upcoming and those that we've already had I'm Sid, you've been listening into the UK Educators Community Podcast and I'll see you next Sunday when we release a new episode.